And welcome into episode number five, Suitcase on the Left. I'm Nick. I'm Brian. And uh, I'm grumpy today, Brian. Uh-oh. What oh, happened? Yeah. I hope it wasn't something I did because I know I, I do tend to piss you off from time to time. No, you don't piss me off. Oh, come on. We can, we can be real here. <laughs> we're, we're among friends. Well, it all started, uh, me being in a grumpy mood, with I ate mall Chinese food late last night. Okay, so far so good. Oh, it was great. It was great. Until I, I ate in my car. Uh, mm. I sat in the mall parking lot and ate it so I could listen to the radio. And then when I was putting the food back in the bag after I was done, I noticed that the bag was covered in the, uh, the sauce from the bourbon chicken. And I said, oh, shit. So I looked at my seat. It dripped on my seat. It was oh. my hands w- that I was holding the carton with was all sticky. Now my steering wheel is all sticky. So... Jeez, it's like your kid had Chinese food in there. I know. So I was a little pissed, but I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll live. Life goes on. So I did the, you know, I'm a pro at eating Chinese food. So before I went to bed, I had a, a huge cup of water, right? Because that's what you're supposed to do. So you wake up in the morning and you're not dying of thirst. Yeah, well, there's a lot of sodium in that stuff. Yeah, well, I woke up at 2 a.m. having crazy ass dreams and dying of thirst. So I had to get up and go get a big cup of ice water. And then I couldn't fall back asleep, and then I finally did it like either 3.50 or 4, somewhere around that range. And then my alarm went off at 4.30 to get up for work this morning. So, as you can imagine, I was pretty pissed about that. Wow, yeah, so it started off pretty early. Yeah, so then me and my wife got an argument while I was at work via text, which is always fun. Uh, wait a minute, hang on, let's, let's pause here. A text argument? Yeah, well... We, Were you like texting all caps to each other? No, but it was uh, just like her being unreasonable and me being pissed and then her being pissed and then me being like, what are you so mad about? So then there was that. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to Burger King on the way home to get two for fork or sandwiches. The goddamn drive through took forever. The uh, fucking bitch handed me the drink and the, and the meal at the same time. And as I'm trying to maneuver that into the window, the top of the cup hits my, <laughs> hits my window frame and pops the lid off and it fucking spills all over the place. Oh my God. Well, first of all, why would they hand you both things at the same time? Generally speaking, when you're at a drive-thru, you really only have one hand that is pointed in the direction of the window to reach for stuff. The other hand is more or less useless. Right, and they, and, and they always give you the, the fucking credit card or your change back and, like, hold the drink out the window typically waiting for you like you're taking too long. Yeah, that happens to me every single time. They hand me the change and the, and the credit card, and they, they don't give you the opportunity to put that stuff away somewhere. Right. The drink is out there, and they're like, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the reason you asked why they do that, because they work at fucking fast food restaurants for a reason. They hate their lives. They hate their lives. I hate them. Uh, so I spilled half the fucking Coke all over the outside of my car and the inside of my car. It got all over me, and the girl was like, oh, I'm sorry, and she gave me another drink. I'm like, I don't want another fucking drink. I want you to not be a goddamn C-word the first time. Wow. Oh, yeah, I was pissed. I, I, was, I was like, okay. I didn't say anything. You know, I didn't yell at her or anything. Because it was really <laughs> was my fault that it hit the fucking window. But it was, was a result of her you know, being an inconsiderate whore like her mother. Wow. So, uh, so that happened. And then I went to uh, Sports Authority because they're having a going out of business sale. Because they're going out of business. And they had nothing. Nothing good. So... And then I tried to take a nap. I couldn't take a nap. I've been peeing like crazy because I've been drinking a lot of water because I'm dying of thirst from the sodium. 
You tried to take a nap at Sports Authority? What, was there like a hammock there or something? <laughs> no, I, when I got home, I tried to take oh, a nap. Oh, oh. I kept having to pee from drinking a lot of water, trying to not die of thirst. It's just been a day. Wow, man. That sounds like a pretty rough day. Yeah. Oh, and then I didn't eat lunch because uh, I was trying to take a nap, and then it was too late. So if I eat now, I'll get hungry at like 10 o'clock tonight. So I'm just going to stick it out until yeah. you know 5 or 6, and then I'll, I'll eat a, a large meal and a milkshake. Yeah, if you eat now and then you eat again at 10 o'clock, you're going to have another night like you had last night. Yeah, and I don't want that. I just want to sleep through the fucking night. Wow, <sighs> man. Well, I, I, uh, uh, I did something today that put a smile on my face. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. and I wasn't really expecting it. Uh, you've probably had a similar experience. Was it a um, prostitute? No, no. Oh, no. That's too no. bad. Now, that just puts a dent in my wallet. <laughs> um. So this is a Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. I, um, I I browse through Facebook on a fairly regular basis, um, almost always uh, on my iPad. So I don't know if, if the same experience is true if you're using a computer. Mm-hmm. But uh, normally I'll just browse through my news feed and see what people are posting up there. And a lot of times there are videos that are up there. And almost all the time I'll scroll past most of that stuff. If something catches my eye, I'll pause and I'll kind of look at the video. And when you do that in the newsfeed on on an iPad, you don't get any audio. You just kind of see the video. And if you want to hear it, you tap on it, you know. So there's this one video that's been floating around. A lot of different people have been posting it. So I've been seeing it a lot in my newsfeed. And I've just been scrolling right past it, you know, every time. And today I thought, well, geez, there's that stupid video again. Maybe I should tap on it and find out what the hell it is. And it's basically um, this woman ranting about something. And the, the subject or the description usually says something like, this is the best video ever posted on. Uh, the Internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the best video of all time. And I'm like, OK. Let's see what it is. So I tap on it, and this it's this woman ranting about Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. Did you do you know the video I'm talking about? No, but I like Reese's, so I'm curious what she was ranting about. Yeah. So she's uh, she's like, I was in the mood for a snack, and and I stopped and I got me a six pack and some Reese's peanut butter cups, and and I like them frozen, so I put them in the freezer. <laughs> And then later that night, I said, I'm going to have my Reese's peanut butter cups. And I grabbed them out of there and I looked at them and this is what I saw. And she showed a uh, close up of the package and it said white Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh my God. In like relatively small letters. The rest of the package looked more or less, you know, normal. Mm -hmm. And she's like, white? I don't don't like white chocolate. And I, this is, you know, Reese's company, you pissed off a loyal customer. And then she goes, well, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I I, I guess I'll try one. (laughs) So she, she opens up the package and she pulls one out and she rants a little bit more because it's white, you know, Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. it doesn't look right, but she takes it out of the little thing and she takes a bite out of it and she chews on it like three times. And then her face gets all tensed up and she throws it across the room and then she puts her hand out and does a big flip off to the Reese's company. Fuck you, Reese's peanut butter cups. 
And I, I don't know. It just it made me laugh because of her idiocy, I guess. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, I could, uh, I could use a video like that. I could use a Reese's, actually. It'd probably make me feel better, not so grumpy with the sugar and all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that video yet, but if I come across it, I'll definitely watch it because it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's no Chewbacca mom, but it's, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I shared a video today that I saw um, of someone in New York near Central Park, and they're filming hundreds. And when I say hundreds, I literally mean hundreds of people walking across the road into Central Park like zombies and people getting out of their cars that are parked on the road. Do you know why, Brian? It, like people stopping in the streets? And, and getting out of their car and walking into Central Park along with hundreds of other people walking into Central Park. Uh, was there a mugging? No. Fucking Pokemon Go. They're playing this uh, stupid-ass game, and there was some kind of dumb fucking thing loose in Central Park, and hundreds of people were flocking into Central Park like sheep, following their phones. I mean, people legitimately were getting out of their cars, leaving them in the middle of the road to get into Central Park. To find a Pokemon? To find a Pokemon in that stupid-ass app. So do you get paid for those things, or is it just a game? I think it's just a game, and if you play it, you're a big fucking nerd, wow. just like you were when watching the show when it came out. I never saw the show. I never it watched was, it either. It was like after my time. I was already an adult, I think, when that became a thing. And I never played the video game. Well, maybe that's not true. I, I've been exposed to the video game at some point. I, I, never, I certainly never played it avidly. I never bought it. I never, I, I yeah, have some awareness of it. I but. was probably four years older than the target audience for Pokemon when it started come being popular here, so I was never into Pokemon, and uh, it would always look stupid to me. And this game is really fucking dumb, and I'm so tired of seeing people post about it. Well, I'll I'll tell you something. I don't have the game. I did not download it. I I do not play it. I only my only awareness of what it's all about is from things that I've read about it. And little videos that I've seen posted, things like that. But, yeah, it sounds pretty stupid. I have no intention of downloading it. However, I am happy that Nintendo is finally um, embracing uh, mobile platforms. Yeah, it seems kind of odd that it's taken them this long. It is odd. I've been waiting for it for a long time. This is actually their second thing. The first thing they made available was uh, a month or two ago. Uh, but it was basically just like a, you know, are you familiar with um, the Wii? Yeah, yeah. Platform. So they have these little characters that you can build that are called Mies. Right. Okay, so it, something based on that where it, I don't even know if it was really a game. It was just Mies that interact, you know, right. across the internet or something. I, I avoided that one too, but this one has created a an increase in Nintendo's stock by I think it's 25%. It took like a big jump. I believe it. I mean, look, when this game got released. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing ever, but I but I fully recognize the impact it's had <laughs> financially, uh awareness-wise for Nintendo again, um for gaming on apps for the phones. I I, I get it all. Um, I just think it's really fucking dumb. But, the, you know, honestly, the technology is kind of cool. 
Yeah, I'm not sure I fully understand exactly what happens, but I guess it combines real world places uh, with a virtual reality uh, characters that live there. Yeah, and it uses like GPS locations and stuff. So basically, you know, say for like the Super Bowl, if Seven Up says, "Hey, if you can find, you know, a hundred Seven Up two liters." and trap them in this app, you're automatically qualified to win a trip to the Super Bowl or something. You know what I mean? Like, they could use this technology for that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it is really cool technology. It's just god all fucking mighty people enough with putting it on Facebook. And this game's only been out for like a week. I know. And it's really annoying. It's really I mean, annoying. It, it, it shot to the you know public consciousness immediately. And I've been reading articles about um, how people in other countries, like European countries, where the game had not been released yet, uh, how they can change their locations on their devices to make it appear as though they're in a country that has released it so they can play it, you know, things like that. So it's, it's, it's huge for Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I, um, my hope is that if they haven't already figured it out, this is going to be the thing that really turns their focus to, toward mobile platforms. They've been actively resisting it for a long time. It's not just because they're lazy or they didn't think about it. They've been consciously, you know, saying, no, we will not do this. Right. I don't know. They Maybe they got a new CEO or something or something changed their their mentality about this. Uh, but I'm, I'm just waiting for, you know, Mario. I'm waiting to play, you know, the, my classic Nintendo games that I grew up with. Um, on uh, on my iPad. Well, speaking of that, there's something that Nintendo is releasing in November that I am ex- really excited for, and so are a lot of my friends. Like every every thirty something person that I know is gonna buy one of these things, and they're calling it the NES Classic Edition, and it's like a small regular Nintendo um, that has thirty games preloaded on it, and it comes with one original size and button layout uh nintendo remote and it's going to be 60 bucks so i am super pumped about that have you heard of that have you heard of that yet yeah i saw a few articles on that um i read up a little bit there's not a lot of information out there about it other than what uh nintendo has released right um so there's questions i have questions Mm -hmm. that that don't really seem to have answers but i have uh, answers shoot what's the question so from what I've seen, uh, it's basically, it fits like in the palm of your hand. It yeah. looks just like the NES. Right. Um, the colors and the shape and all that stuff. Uh, but it's just really, really small. Yeah. Um, it, it has an HDMI connector on it so mm-hmm. that you can connect it via HDMI to your television. And then it comes with one wired controller. Yes. That's just like the you know the original controller, mm-hmm. and it's there are thirty games that are preloaded on it. Mm-hmm. No indication as to whether it can be updated or different games put on it later or purchased or anything like that. So from what they're telling us, here are your thirty games, and those are the thirty games that you'll have forever. Yeah, so I don't have an answer to that. Uh, <laughs> when I said I had answers, I really don't. Uh, that is a concern of mine as well. I, I have to trust that Nintendo was smart enough to make it to where you can download games online, put them on a flash drive, 
and put them on the system or something. I have to imagine they did that. Well, here's the thing. Well, first of all, the 30 games, I read the list of the games. Right. And um, I, I'm not familiar with all of them. Me neither. I haven't, I haven't played all of them. But there, there are probably six to eight games on there that I have played and that I like and that I would play again. So basically, for the cost of one video game, 60 bucks, um, you get a bunch of games. So I'm okay with that. Um, but it doesn't say anything about having any kind of Ethernet port or connectivity for you know updates or anything like that. So we have to assume that it doesn't have that. Yeah, and I'm, I was really hoping when I first started reading about this that it was going to say, you could connect it to like the PlayStation Network, and like I could play against you from each of our respective homes, kind of a thing. I mean, there is multiplayer. You can buy an additional remote for like ten bucks, uh, but you have to be sitting in the same room. So there are certainly some downfalls. It's not perfect, but I mean, shit. Any any way that I can play, uh, you know, Double Dragon or Super Contra or Mario One, Two, or Three, or um, you know, Ninja Gaiden or any of those kind of you know, Excite Bike. I mean, sign me the fuck up, dude. I'm I'm in. Yeah, and so that that brings me to another comment uh, about the games, and then I'll go into the other uh, kind of problem that I have with what it looks like it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the another cool thing about the games is that, from what I can tell, looking at the list, um, not all the games that they're providing were NES games. I think there's some games in there. That were from you know later systems like Super NES because uh, I think I saw Super Mario Brothers on that list and that was a Super NES game. Well, I think Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three was on regular Nintendo. Oh, really? I think they made versions for other systems, but I think those those three were on regular Nintendo. All right. Well, we'll fight about that later, but. I'm pretty sure when the Super NES came out, the game that was bundled with it was Super Mario Brothers, uh, and that was a new a, a new game as far as I knew. Well, let's find out. Oh. All right, while you while you're doing that, you look it up. <clears throat> while you're doing that, I'll go into the other thing that kind of irritates me about this mm-hmm. thing, and that is that you know they seem to uh, Nintendo that is seems to have missed an opportunity here to put modern technology, you know, readily available technology into this device. Right. Here's an example. So the controller that comes with it is, is a wired controller, mm-hmm. which, which means you plug it into the front of this little box. Now, this little box has to be close enough to your television because it has to connect with an HDMI cable. So this whole deal is going to be, uh, you know, tethered to your television. So, you know, in, in, in the modern world, this might have been okay in 1985 when televisions were smaller and you could sit right in front of your television with your little system and you could play your game. Today, televisions are generally larger with HDTVs being in everybody's living room. These things are big. You sit farther away from them. Plus, we're adults. The people that like this system or remember this system, you know, we're all grown up now. We don't sit on the floor and play video games. We sit on our couch or in our favorite chair or whatever. And that's, you know, that's 10 to 15 feet away. 
Right. Why, why am I tethered to this little box? Why do I not have a wireless controller? Why does this little box not stream to my television through an, another device or you know modern smart TVs? You could probably stream right to the TV, but everybody else can stream it through their Roku or their Apple TV or some other device. Why, why does this thing have to, you know, <laughs> why does it have to be five feet from the television? That's a very that's a very good point. The only the only thing I can think of is that in order to keep the cost down, because what they probably see this as a novelty that's going to have one big run, and then it's going to be, you know, probably thirty nine ninety nine at Walmart around Christmas, and that's going to be about it. Um, so I think probably it's to keep cost down because at sixty bucks, I don't know how much money they're really making on it, and if they added the Bluetooth controllers. Um, it would probably you know jump another twenty or thirty bucks if they added the the technology for it to be streaming live onto a TV through the Nintendo Wii or through um, you know the 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 Hulu not Hulu Jesus the Roku um, or Apple TV that probably adds more money to it and then you're going to price yourself out because if it, if truly it only has thirty games and there is no way to update I think you know they they probably see this as a short novelty run. Um, where they're going to hope to get a couple hundred thousand pre-orders, ship them out, and you know, be pretty much done done with it. Yeah, and that's basically what they're advertising is a device, what like just like what you described. Yeah, something that is going to have a very limited um, lifespan of interest. It'll probably have a very high interest, and then it will quickly go to almost zero interest. Yeah, I mean. After- after everybody that wants one has one, it'll be done. I mean, really, they're targeting men 20 to 40. You know, they have a pretty specific target uh, with this. So, um, And by the way, uh, Super Nintendo, I believe, came with Super Mario World, which is the one where you can uh, ride on Yogi. Yogi? Yoshi. Yoshi, not Yogi. I haven't eaten yeah, much yet. I'm, right. I'm not thinking straight. But I'm still in for this Nintendo thing. I think it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. I don't know how what kind of shelf life it's going to have in my life, but I'm going to at least get it and play with it uh, for a while. Yeah, for sixty bucks, I'll, I'll probably do the same thing. Um, but I, I'm still going to feel like, man, this thing would be a lot more uh, fun to play because the way it is right now, the way it looks, I'm going to have to, you know, drag a chair over to my television to play this thing, you know? Well, and also the remote can plug into your Nintendo Wii as well. It'll fit yeah. in. So I wonder how long the cord is on the remote. Maybe they maybe they were smart and put like a 15-foot cord on this little-ass remote. Maybe. Um, I'm just I'm pumped to have the remote in my hand again. It's going to be very nostalgic. Uh, I can't wait. I wish yeah, I could pre-order. I, I just want them to take my money. Quickly- you're gonna go. You're gonna hold that remote in your hand, and you're gonna start playing. You're gonna go, man. I can't believe how crappy this thing was. Maybe, or I'm gonna say, God, I miss when games were easy, dude. Video games are so hard these days. <laughs> I mean, yeah. fuck, that they're impossible to play. Unless you're a little kid, then you're good at them. I, I find them like frustrating. Uh, like I could play most games. I can, you know, get through to the to the goal or to the end or to the you know, whatever, but then you get your stats and it's like, well, you missed this and you didn't get that. And, you know, you only got partially credit for something else. It's like, there's all this stuff that I did not discover. And I feel like I'm being penalized for it. And that now I should have to go back through and play it again. 
most of those games, even the Mario games, you know, there were some levels in there that were really tricky and right. it took a long time to get through. And I had to keep starting over and go through again. I knew what I had to do, but like the timing and the speed or the whatever, uh, you know, it, it was when I finally got it right. I finally got through to the end. Man, I didn't want to go back through that level anymore. I was like, thank God. Yeah, thank no God shit. that's over. Like, give me to the next thing. Yeah, and since you bought the game and own the game, you should be able to unlock everything just by hitting a button. Exactly. There was a game um, for Xbox 360 called Crackdown, and it was like a, it took place in the future a little bit, and like you're like a super cop, and you can jump really high and run really fast, and you're really strong, and it's it's honestly a lot of fun. Um, but there, there's these stupid things called orbs in the game, which it's just like a circle of light kind of. And there's 500 regular orbs and 200 hidden orbs. And I found all 500 of the regular and 200 of the hidden in Crackdown 1. In Crackdown 2, I've got 499 of the hidden or the regular orbs and all of the hidden orbs. And I can't find the one fucking orb. So that's exactly kind of how what you're saying. <laughs> like, I, how much more can I play this game? I played hours and hours and hours. And I can't find the last fucking thing. And and you, don't, yeah, kinda, you don't get kinda, anything for it anyway. You get an achievement. Woohoo. Yeah, but it kind of pisses you off. It you does know? piss you, me off. You, you end up hating that game. I should go break the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. God, I am grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and as I you, sit here in my office, on my, uh, at my, my podcast setup here, I see a coupon for Ruby Tuesdays for Hickory Bourbon Chicken. I can see the flyer for uh, coupons at Steak and Shake. I can milkshakes are looking at me. God, you know what I recommend? A milkshake with Reese's peanut butter cups in it. I should. Oh, let me see the coupons I got here. It's for Oreo. Any Oreo milkshake, buy one get one free, and then any classic milkshake a dollar off. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound like Reese's is included in that. No, most certainly not. Um, but yeah, I, I'm super pumped for this Nintendo thing. I'm getting it. I need one today. Well, you don't have to wait that Hello? I think you muted me. Yeah, I did. Oh. Um, you don't have to wait that long for it. I think they come out in November. Yeah, eleven eleven. Which I looked up the date of the original release for the Nintendo, and it was like October eighteenth or something. So I'm wondering how they picked eleven eleven and not October eighteenth. You think they would have done it on the same day? Yeah, it's kind of like an anniversary thing. Yeah, because it would be actually this is thirty years. It was no, nineteen eighty five maybe. Yeah, it was eighty five. I think when Super Nin- or uh, NES came out. Yeah. And they should have done it last year on October 18th. Well, I think they're finally getting their shit together, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to being able to go to the App Store and download, you know, Super Mario World, and uh, and play that. Well, yeah, and the thing is, like, they're going to charge sixty bucks for this thing, but I would pay three dollars for each Mario game. I would pay probably three dollars for Tecmo Bowl. Three dollars for Super Contra, three dollars for Double Dragon, three dollars for Excite Bike. I mean, they could nickel and dime me to get almost that same amount of money just by releasing them for releasing the games for the iPhone if they were truly the you know the same game. 
Um, so they are really leaving a lot of money on the table, I feel. Yeah, um, you know, and when, when they start really um, launching mobile uh, mobile games, there are a couple of different models that they could choose from, um, some of which could put a lot of money in their pocket. Um, you know, there's the, the freemium model, which you basically get the game for free, mm-hmm. and, and then you purchase, you make purchases along the way to you know, to help make it easier to advance through the game. That's, that's a fairly common model. I don't know why people, you know, like it so much. And they do like it because if they didn't, if they rejected it, the game developers wouldn't keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And they are doing it. They, they do it a lot. There's a lot of games that way. I don't really care for that model. Because it almost some of the games I've played that use that model, you really you have to buy that stuff, you know, otherwise it just takes like forever or you just or it's impossible to achieve certain things. Right. You know, you have to be playing it all the time. Like, here's an example. Um, I downloaded the um, there's a family guy game. Right. And I think it's similar to the Simpsons game as far as like how it's structured, you basically, you know, you have to, you have to do certain things. You have to, uh, you know, you have like a, a list of, of goals that you have to do and, you know, you, you do them and then you have to wait, hmm. um, for, you know, some period of time before you can go back in there and they kind of refresh and, and you do them again. So, like, if you're building a if you're if you're building a civilization and you want to build a power plant, you tap the power plant. It says it's going to take 15 minutes for the power plant to build, and you say, yeah, "Okay, it's under then, construction." Right, and then as you progress through the game, you know, 15 minutes ain't bad in the beginning, but you progress through the game, and then you want to build a, a nuclear power plant, and it's like, oh, it's going to take 14 hours, and it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, or a day, or right, you know, whatever. So you have to you have to keep going back. You can speed up some of that stuff by spending, you know, game money on it. Right. So if you have enough game money, you can blow it on making things happen faster. Um, Or you can conveniently spend real money to purchase game money and do it that way. Right. And I'm really against that. I think that's uh, you could really end up spending a lot of money on a game. Well, there was a story a couple of years ago when, when that first started really getting popular where uh, a parent was, like, suing Apple or trying to get a refund for, like, several hundred dollars worth of, of iTunes stuff because their, like, five-year-old was just buying things in the game because it was linked to the the iTunes account. Um, so, I yeah. mean, that's a real thing. I mean, it, it happened, and I remember at the time thinking, like, that's stupid. You should just watch what your kid's doing and blah, blah, blah. Now that I have a two-year-old and he plays with my phone and he, when it, when it stops showing the YouTube video because he's in the app store downloading a freaking app, he starts handing me the phone like, can you fix this? I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? Yeah. You know, maybe you just, well, you just might have bought something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember that story. I, I think, well, the story that I'm thinking of was um, uh, the Smurfs game. 
and some kid bought hundreds of dollars worth of Smurf berries because mm. uh, they needed them to, you know, to buy stuff in the game to, you know, to get to the next area. Right. Um, but yeah, man, that's uh, there are grown adults that do that stuff. Oh, I know. You know, a game, any game has, uh, you know, a cap for whatever its value is in my right. mind. You know, I, I might I might get a game for free and play it for a little while and say, this is a really good game. This is a, you know, it's a well thought out. It's fun to play. It's, you know, enjoyable. I, I kind of look forward to getting home from work so I can kind of play it some more. So, you know, a game like that might have a, you know, might have a dollar value in my mind of, you know, whatever you would spend for a, uh, you know, a, a game for an Xbox, like 60 bucks. Right. right. So that's that's like the, the shelf. That's the that's the high mark for what that game might be worth. But, man, there are people spending hundreds of dollars because you kind of lose track. You know, you don't you're doing it over a period of time. You're spending ten dollars here or five dollars there or whatever you're spending. And you play that game for a year. And, you know, you, you could have bought ten games. Right. And all you have to show for it is. On your, on your casino game, you've got a bunch of uh, fake money that you can't do anything with. Yeah, and it, it posts on your Facebook page to tell the world that, A, you have no life because you're playing a casino game, and, and two, that you've achieved some, you know, some worthless goal. Yeah, I've blocked all game notifications on Facebook. I don't remember how I did it but I went into the settings and blocked all game notifications. So I don't see any of that shit anymore. I, yeah, I hate, that. I hate that stuff. Yeah, me too. I really, really hated it. And I, I used to play uh, like Farmville. Yeah. I remember Farmville and then there was a mafia one. Yep. I played that too, but in that game, it was fun until you started making a gazillion dollars. And then it was just like, there's no point to play because everything you do, you make a ton of money in. So I quit playing that. I quit playing Farmville when it got to the point where, Anything I wanted to do took like two or three days. Uh, then I just lose track of time and it was over. And then I played Cafe World, I think is what it was called. And it was the same thing. I would play that for a long time. And then it would get to the point where I had to, you know, wait 24 or 48 hours for my fucking soup to finish boiling or something. And uh, <laughs> I, and I just moved on. I think, I don't know if my cafe is still there or not, but if it is, it's a dirty shithole. It's like Laspadas or something. <laughs> so I think I think I don't know about Cafe Bill. I've never heard of that one, but I think the Farmville one and the Mafia one, those were uh, like Facebook games, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they were Facebook games. Yeah, so the game itself actually lives in Facebook. There are games that I download off of you know from the App Store that are completely unrelated to Facebook, although they want you to make a Facebook connection, right? Which I never do. Yeah. Sign in with Facebook. Or signing with Facebook and we'll give you ten thousand free coins. Or signing to Facebook and um, you know we'll keep we'll keep your game stats so you never have to restart or you know whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll save save your progress. Uh, I just don't do it because I don't want. First of all, I don't want to have to go into Facebook and figure out how to block it from doing all that posting of stuff. Because, you know, it's nobody's business how little life I have 
you know, <laughs> how many games I play or what games they are, or how well I'm doing in them. F them. Yeah, I'm going to see Farmville. Oh, shit, it's still there. I wonder if my, uh, I wonder if my thing is there. I don't know. While you're looking for that, I'll tell you a little story. I, uh, as I already indicated, everybody now knows I have no life. So I, I did have this, uh, this one casino game. It was like a slot machine game. Slut. That, slot machine game that, mm. I would, that I had downloaded and I was playing. It was, it was kind of fun. It's another one of those where you get a limited number of coins and basically you can play it for a period of time and you're going to run out of coins and then you wait a certain number of hours or, for, or a day or whatever and you'll, you'll get more coins. So you get a certain amount of coins every day to kind of keep you playing. But if you if you get lucky a time or two, you can build up enough coins that if you keep playing the same way, you could play for a couple of days. But what ultimately ends up happening is no matter how many coins you have, you play until all those coins are, are gone. Um, however, in this one game, I found... Um, I guess I guess it was a glitch um, that allowed me to get tons of coins. Huh. What it was was um, what it was was. That... I think that's proper grammar. Is that proper? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So what <laughs> what happened was there's a um, every time the game loads, there's like one symbol in the slot machine game that was dominant, right? It was, it, 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 it appeared more than other symbols. Mm -hmm. And one time I was playing the game and I kind of noticed that that was the case. One time I was playing the game and the dominant symbol ended up being the wild symbol. Hmm. And, and I made, you know, gobs of money. I got like these major jackpots and, and then eventually, if anything happens, like if you get the bonus, then it resets. So I started going into that game, and I would load the game, and I would spin it once, and I could tell what the dominant symbol was with one spin. Right. And if it wasn't the wild one, then I went back out, went back in. <laughs> I, I, I ran the bet all the way down to the minimum amount, spun it once, and and if it was the the wild symbol, then I ran the bet up all the way to the maximum and started playing it. And I was just, and if you hit a bonus or something when you're doing that, then you just get like, I had, um, I had billions of dollars. I had like, like $2.5 billion. God, that's not real in that game. I know. I know. I thought about that. It's like, how can I convert this into actual <laughs> cash? Can I sell uh, my account for real money? Yeah, there are, and, and the the reason I thought of that story is because that was like the one time where I thought maybe somebody should know about this. Maybe you know, maybe this should be on Facebook so that the world can see that I have two point five billion dollars on this game. <laughs> That's but I, did, I didn't. I didn't. No, no, you can't. You can't do that. The uh, there was a game. That I don't remember what the hell what it was. I wonder if it was like World of Warcraft or it was one of those types of games where like you people make a lot of money and I mean a lot of money playing the game and building up their uh, their profile to have a lot of like in-game rank and in-game money and property or whatever. 
and then they sell the the profile on eBay for real money. And I mean a lot of money. I should actually look. Let me see if I can find one. I think it was World of Warcraft. I think you're muted, by the way. No, of course I'm not muted. That would be ridiculous. (laughs) So how much money are people willing to spend on a profile that is all beefed up like that? Is that really valuable to some people? Uh, I mean, 50 bucks? I think no, I think some were worth a lot more. I think usually it's in Bitcoin. I think usually it's like a Bitcoin thing. Yeah, I never uh, never really played around with that. Never got into Bitcoin. No, me neither. Oh, I don't see any profiles, just stupid games. Oh well. First time I ever heard of Bitcoin was a coworker uh that doesn't work uh where I work anymore. Uh but he came into work and he was talking about mining Bitcoin. And I'm like, well, explain this to me. What what do you mean by that? So he tried to explain to me what it meant. And I was trying to um, uh, translate that in my head into, you know, human speak. So it sounded like when when you're mining for Bitcoin, the closest thing I could figure was that you're basically allowing your computer to be used by other people for some kind of, uh, I don't know. Remember when they were, um, I don't know if it was like NASA or somebody was trying to um, scan, or maybe when that when that plane went down in the Indian Ocean, um, and and oh yeah yeah they were, people they were asking people to to help you know, look to, for parts, to scan certain, take a sector of the ocean and. And look for debris and stuff. Yeah. And so you'd get like a little section of the ocean and, and you'd have to look and look and look and look and see if you see anything. Yep, I remember that. And I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was something like that where um, when I was talking about NASA, there was a thing where they were trying to – they needed like computer resources to uh, to analyze photographs or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people would would basically donate um, their computers, um, and they would connect into NASA's network, and NASA would be able to use the resources of all these machines that were you know participating to get more computer power to make these scans uh, faster. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I don't know if that's kind of like what Bitcoin mining was all about. I, I have no idea. Bitcoin always it was confusing to me because it's like not a real currency, but it's a currency online that's worth real money. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I don't think he completely understood what it was. He just thought that somehow he was going to get rich by doing this. And that was his motivation for pretty much everything he did. Um, but, you know, he, he described it as, you know, you, you, you mine for the, for the Bitcoin and you, you, you're mine and you're mining and you're mining and then you find some bitcoin and and it has value Hmm. but what i couldn't get him to describe to me was what that mining process actually was well let's google it see if there's a short answer mining for bitcoins 
Bitcoin mining is a process of adding transaction records to Bitcoin's public ledger of past transactions or blockchain. This ledger of past transactions is called the blockchain, and it is a chain of blocks. <laughs> the blockchain serves to confirm transactions to the rest of the network as having taken place. So it sounds like you're scanning, scamming the system, kind of. You're helping somebody do something that they don't have the resources or time to do on their own. You're basically, you're, you're performing a service, I think. That's what it sounds like. I don't know. It's so confusing. A CNBC had a story about it. I don't know. Uh, what exactly? There are three primary ways to obtain Bitcoins. Buying on the exchange, accepting them for goods, and mining. Mining is lingo for the discovery of new Bitcoins, just like finding gold. In reality, it's simply the verification of Bitcoin transactions. Okay, so you're you're using your computer to update their ledgers. Yeah, for example, Eric buys a TV from Nicole with a Bitcoin. In order to make sure his Bitcoin is a genuine Bitcoin, miners begin to verify the transaction. It's not just one transaction individuals are trying to verify. It's many. All the transactions gathered uh, are gathered into a box of, with a virtual padlock, and they are called block chains. Miners run software to find the key that will open the padlock. Once their computer finds it, if the box pops open and the transactions are verified, for finding that needle in a haystack key, the miner gets a reward of 25 newly generated Bitcoins. Wow. The current number of attempts, and this is back in 2014, to find that is around, uh, that'd be 1.8 billion, according to blockchain.info. Wow. Huh. So basically, so basically you just run a program on your computer forever. Yeah, to do something that, that they need done, and they're basically paying you um, for your effort. Yeah. In Bitcoin, which is a, you know, made-up currency. Yeah, I feel like I could do that and make money, but I also feel like you're you're then like going, not to the deep web, but you're in middle ground, and you're opening yourself up for problems if you don't know what you're doing, which would be me. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds uh, it sounds like something that I would steer clear of, which is what I did when that whole thing was going on. Yeah. All right, well, we're at 47 minutes, and I've covered what I wanted to cover. Did you have anything, uh, any topics? Uh, I'm good. I'm good for now. Awesome. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up then, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a short one today. Yeah, normally we, we get around just over an hour. This will be just under. I think it's probably good, though. Give our listeners a break. Yeah. He or she doesn't probably yeah. like <laughs> to hear that much of us. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, cool. I guess we'll uh, we'll what is it? What do they say in court? Adjourned. Court's adjourned. That's right. Yeah. What do they say when they're going to make like just wait like twenty minutes? Course in recess. Uh, yeah, recess for uh, like lunch or until tomorrow. Well, I'm gonna recess. We're gonna recess this so that I can eat lunch. I don't yeah, know when the hell that's gonna be. So, peanut hold, butter and jelly. Hold your breath, people. Hold your breath. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for me. And me.
Well, then that's both of us. So we'll see you next time on what the hell is this thing called? Suitcase on the left. Yeah. Love it.